Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The new James Bond movie is O-U-T. It's out. Uh, Not playing everywhere, but it is going to. And it is No Time to Die. Billie Eilish there, and that's the song from No Time to Die. Also, Daniel Craig's last foray as 007, as I understand it, a film was uh, was was filmed. Film was filmed in uh, 2019, just before COVID. And so, where does No Time to Die fit into the Bond films lineup? And why has 007 proven to be such a multi generational hit? Professor Robert Thompson joins us. He's the director of the Blyer Center for Television and Popular Culture at Syracuse University. Generally considered the world's foremost expert on pop culture. Bob, thank you very much for uh, for taking the time. Have you seen it? I haven't. We don't get to see it till the 8th. Oh, really? I would have thought they would have screened it at your house. <laughs> yeah, well, you'd have thought, <laughs> wouldn't you? Well, I would, that really exactly. Eilish, that, it, that sounds like uh, it's been in the, uh, the Bond uh, music box since the very beginning. I, it, it really hits that feeling. Doesn't it? It really, really, that's the first thing I thought. That's a Bond song, if there ever was a Bond song. How ready is the world for for No Time to Die? Well, if I'm counting correctly, this is uh, either the longest we've been uh, without a Bond film or the second the longest. License to Kill, I think, was 1989, and GoldenEye was 95. Uh, and uh, the last Bond film uh, we saw was, what, Spectre, 2015. Is that what um, it was? Was it Spectre? Uh, we've been yeah. waiting for, uh, uh, for a long time. And, uh, of course, this is, as you pointed out, Daniel Craig's uh, uh, last one. He, so far, uh, has uh, been responsible for $3.2 billion of the $6.9 billion that this franchise has, uh, has generated. You know, I've always said that Sean Connery... There's been a Canadian-British director before. Oh, yeah? First one from the U.S., if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no kidding. I've always said that Sean Connery was my favorite James Bond, because he was the first. But I have to say, I'm modifying that position a little bit, because just because I've enjoyed Daniel Craig's portrayal of 007 so much. I I have, too. And, you know, I I think a lot of the the whole favorite Bond thing oftentimes doesn't have much as much to do with the actual objective quality of the performance as it does have to do with how old you are and who was the Bond you grew up with. Um, I grew up with uh, uh, Roger Moore as uh, uh, James Bond. I've always had a really soft spot in my heart for Roger Moore, but not many people would agree that he's the you know best Bond ever, though he did it for a, a whole bunch of movies. I thought George Lazenby was the best. Yeah, well, he only had one chance for that one. <laughs> that didn't work out so well. Uh, I agree with you, though. I yeah. think uh, Daniel Craig, and uh, we've seen him, what, in four? We're about to see uh, uh, the fifth. Um, uh, I think he's really kind of inhabited that uh, 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 that character. And now when you, know, when you just sort of all of a sudden think of James Bond, I think most people, you think of James Bond, you think of Sean Connery. Um, I think Daniel Craig is beginning to kind of uh, uh, move in to our consciousness when yeah. it comes to actually being the Bond. Why is he quitting? 
Has he said why no, he's I not mean, going to do it? Part of it has. He's done five of these, been doing them since uh, 1906. I don't know if I maybe there is a reason out there that uh, uh, I'm not aware of. But, uh, you know, I think it's there's a, uh, a sense of one of the reasons they've been able to keep this franchise going for, uh, uh, what, nearly 60 years now, right? Uh, That's right. Four was the first one. Doctor No, maybe Doctor No, right? Was it Doctor No? Yeah, I think sixty-two was the uh, uh, very first one. Yeah, Doctor No. Um, So uh, very close to um, uh, uh, a solid sixty years, and I think a lot of that is the fact that they do move these uh, 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 characters, uh, uh, so they don't get too old. They don't get too. uh, uh, It's like refreshing. Um, you know, we now use the word reboot uh, all the time. Uh, uh, the, 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 the James Bond franchise was uh, doing reboots long before uh, the word reboot was ever. Uh, yeah, and they've had to adjust the character. He's had to become more uh, 21st century than uh, than certainly Sean Connery was um, or, or Roger Moore and, or, or some of the others. I can't even remember the others now. Right. You know, I'm amazed that they, uh, well, and I think Daniel Craig will, at five, he'll be uh, tied with Sean Connery, and I think he'll, uh, I think only Roger Moore did more than uh, more than that. Who are the others? Who who are the others, Bob? Let's see. It goes uh, in order. I should know this off the top of my head. Connery, Lazenby, Lazenby, and then Connery uh, did another one. So actually he did, uh, uh, he did six. Roger Moore did a whole bunch. Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan. Daniel Craig, I think I got them all. Yeah, I didn't like Timothy Dalton. But my favorite Bond movie, Never Say Never. Yeah, oh, that's a pretty good candidate for... Uh... Well, I always thought that was a great, great film. Uh, so do Bond fans generically have their favorite 007? If you put a, a room of, a fill a room of James Bond fans, would there be uh, would there be a number one choice? Well, I mean, it would depend on which James Bond fans you put out there. I don't know if someone yeah. has done a statistically sound analysis, and then you'd have to define what constituted a James Bond fan. Someone who'd seen all the movies, someone who yeah. uh, uh, you know collected uh, uh, the memorabilia, uh, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, right. It does seem, though, that most people uh, uh, have a favorite, but I'm not sure if there's uh, if we could. Uh, you know, Rotten Tomatoes tries to put stuff by looking at what all the critics say. I suppose you could do it that yeah. way. But, uh, where does uh, where does James Bond, where does 007 fit into the general pop culture reality? Well, I think if you, I mean, uh, I think certainly he is one of the uh, characters, fictional characters in the you know age of movies and uh, uh, modern pop culture that has penetrated the culture, not only nationally, but globally uh, as well. So not only in his country of origin, but I think uh, across the board and, and really in so many ways, especially during the Cold War era. Uh, James Bond really came to be uh, to symbolize something much larger uh, than that uh, uh, character itself. I try to get a sense of this with my uh, students, who are probably average age of about, I don't know, 19 or 20, probably uh, about 20. Um, And I get less of the kind of universal 
knowledge of uh, James Bond. I think if, right. I, I, if you talk to someone my age, I'm 62, uh, whether you're a Bond fan or not, fan or not, you know James Bond, and you've probably right. seen a number of the uh, movies, even if you're only a casual uh, movie guy. Well, I, I tell you, Bob, I can't wait to see No Time to Die, and uh, we'll have to compare notes. Thank you so much for the time. It's always so much fun. Thank you, Roy. All the best.